We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. No, I don't believe in accidents. Miracles, they don't just happen by chance. As long as my God holds the world in his hands, I know that there's no such thing as unplanned. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. I want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show, I know there's been a ton of misinformation floating around regarding the value of them both constitutional amendment. Fortunately, my wife and I have a DVR. We're able to fast forward through some of that, but it's still out there. We see it all the time. Sadly, some of that has even come from some of our elected officials, one particular county commissioner I could think of. Joining us now to help cut through the fog of disinformation is 4th District Congressman Ron Estes. OBGYN, Dr. Anna Stork-Fury, and State Senator Renee Erickson. Guys, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a, a pleasure to have you here with us this evening. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. It's, boy, this is, it's like one, two, three. I've got you all lined <laughs> up. It's going to be nice and easy. It's, thank you again for joining us on a Sunday night. It's a pleasure. I hope it's not too hot out there still. Well, it's a lot nicer being inside here than it is outside. <laughs> well, that's, thank Dave for that. I, he, he pays the bills. I don't pay the bills. So. <laughs> Um, Congressman, let me start with you. Uh, can you give us a bit of a, a federal update over the, the Dobbs decision and some of the pro-life? I know you've introduced and you're co-sponsoring some pro-life legislation now. Uh, but and, and let me emphasize one thing. Nothing that I have heard come out of Congress or the Republicans in Congress is about any statewide, national, federal abortion bans. You don't have any plans on that in the future or anything like that, because that's another talking point that they keep coming up with, right? Yeah, really, all, all of this uh, discussion and, and a lot of cases, misinformation and, and outright lies is coming out, out of the Dobbs decision that the, that the court ruled on uh, and issued a ruling uh, in June. And and one of the things that's being argued or being mentioned about that is that you know it, it throws uh, Roe v. Wade out the out the window, and you know that quote unquote was settled law. Well, in reality, we have lots of instances throughout our history where where Supreme Court rulings have been changed as yeah. technology has evolved, as other, as decisions ha- have come through the process. 
And in some cases, if the courts had made an error or, or adjudicated that, and that, that really what the Dobbs uh, decision does uh, versus versus the Roe decision, you know, you, if you really want to go back through our history, you could talk about Dred Scott, which, you know, said Brown that, versus uh, Board of Education. Brown yeah. versus Board of Education, which is a, a Kansas issue that said, you know, we, we need to not have segregation in our schools. And and so uh, a lot of that is, is driving this misinformation campaign that's being targeted out there and getting folks... Uh, uh, stirred up in 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 a negative way uh, because of that, you know. At the it, it really it does not change any federal laws. It does not change any state laws. What it does is it says that legislative branches have the authority and the responsibility to make laws and uh, do and and so that's really what what uh, the uh, Dobbs decision did in terms of overriding the restrictions that Roe had put in place that said there's one size federal standard fits all. And we all know technology's proved a whole lot since the 1970s, and the medical capabilities that we have now. You know, knowing that uh, you know that there's a heartbeat at six weeks, knowing that there's fingers and toes that are formed at ten weeks, and and being able to feel pain, and and so you know that's one of the things we need to keep moving forward. Uh, we, I, you know, you mentioned some bills, legislation I've introduced. Uh, you know, one of the, the pieces of legislation that we're trying to get through the House of Representatives is the uh, the Born Alive uh, Abortion Survivors right, Bill. Yeah. And basically what that says is that if a baby survives an attempted abortion, that the doctor should provide prudent doctor care and prudent medical care. Uh, for that for that living being, and you know, it's it's a struggle to get through the the hysteria and some of the rhetoric that's out there uh, in terms of that. We've also talked about uh, um, a legislation that you know can't uh, select abortion if uh, somebody has Down syndrome, if the baby's going to be born with an extra chromosome, and so th- those are the types of common sense legislation that we should be passing instead of some of the things that get brought to the floor. Well, speaking of which, the House on Friday passed the Women's Health Protection Act, which Democrats want everyone to believe it just simply you know codifies Roe. I have read it. It is is far more radical than that. The Women's Health Protection Act, which is not the right name for it, really, uh, but it prohibits any government anywhere from doing anything that could even potentially reduce the number of abortions. Not only that, it requires every government to repeal any statutes or anything else that makes anything on the books. I mean, it is radical. It, this this bill is just really left wing. It, it really uh, the two bills that they brought forth Friday. Uh, the Democrat majority is very good at coming up with some slick marketing name for yeah. legislation, you know, like like women's health or access to health. Uh, but in reality, basically one of the bills they brought forth was basically a federal takeover of the abortion process and mandating that states could have no control over it and allowing abortions Literally up to birth, uh, you know, which is not what Americans want. I no, mean, 80% even of Democrats Americans, don't support yeah, that. That's right. Eighty percent of Americans, you know, don't want any abortions in the third trimester. And depends on when you set the date in the in the polling question, you'll get different percentages, uh, even including as uh, uh, as young as six weeks. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's these types of uh, of gimmicky uh, marketing hype that they put out there to allow abortions on demand. You know, the the other bill that was brought forth Friday was access to, to abortion. Uh, but really what that was was a, a, a trafficking uh, bill. It would allow and it would override any state law so that if a rapist or a uh, 
an abuser, a child abuser, or uh, a woman who's being abused um, couldn't be taken across state lines, uh, or, or a state couldn't prohibit taking her across state lines and forcing her to have, have an abortion if, if uh, she didn't want to. I, I just, you know, it, it's amazing what they're willing to pass, and that emphasizes even more why we have to flip the house here coming up in November. Uh, Renee, looking at, at the state level, because of that 2019 Kansas State Supreme Court decision, all of, and again, this is, again, their marketing is very different because if you talk to the folks on the other side of this issue, on the other side of value them both, they will tell you that nothing has changed, that all of our current abortion laws are still in place. That's not true. And all of the legislation that I helped pass when I was in the legislature that you helped pass, that's all now in jeopardy because of that Supreme Court decision, correct? That's exactly right, John. And uh, they're trying to say, well, abortion is already regulated and we already have restrictions that value them both is not necessary. However, two of the protections that we put in, and we've been fighting this battle since 1997, and we've had broad, bipartisan, common sense protection for women and babies, and that's what we're fighting to protect and value them both. Two have been overturned, one being the abortion clinic licensing and inspection law, um, which ensures that abortion clinics are sanitary and safe and have a standard of health that we would expect in any kind of a facility that's performing any kind of, of medical act. And the other one is the dismemberment abortion ban. Yeah. Those two have been overturned. And that's so, a disgusting procedure. I mean, that is, that's where they literally go up in there and, I mean, I don't want to get into the details, but it's, there's a reason it's called dismemberment abortion. You can use your imagination. Exactly. And they know that Kansans overwhelmingly do not want that. As Congressman Estes said, they do not want late-term abortion. And so... It's not true that nothing will change, that those regulations and protections will stay in place. That's why we're fighting. That's why we need value them both, so that Kansans have the right, through their elected representatives and senators, to pass laws that keep these protections in place. And the, and the last thing I'll say about that, John, is we're hearing that it's a ban. It is not a ban. That is a blatant falsehood that's being perpetuated by the opposition because they know if they tell the truth— Kansans will overwhelmingly support value them both. Well, and and I know, I mean, even when I was in the legislature, and it's been a number of years, there's always been one or two people that, because of their principled stand, will introduce legislation. It happens every year to ban abortion. It happened again this year, and it got no, it went nowhere. It, the 3,000 bills get introduced in the House every year. 90% of them end up in a trash can. So when the left goes around and they say, oh, they're going to ban abortion, again, that's just rhetoric that they're using. But this bill, the value them both, doesn't do that. As far as I know, there's no plans to do that. And to say that the one does the other is just a plain-out falsehood. It absolutely is. And yes, there is. It's not unusual for there to be an amendment brought yeah. anytime we have anything. Renee, there's amendments brought to legalize absolutely. marijuana, to legalize methamphetamine. There's only, I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> Every year. And to say that this is a response to Roe v. Wade being overturned or value them both is patently false. Value them both was in the works long before the Dobbs decision right. in response to the 2019 Supreme Court ruling. So to say that it's a ban was not even in the works. It is not a ban. And so to misrepresent it is the only or one of the biggest tools that they have because, in truth, the opposition wants limitless 
late-term taxpayer-funded abortion, but they can't be truthful about it because they know Kansans do not want that. No, and, and it would fail. Their, their attempt to kill it would fail even more if they were honest. Uh, I want to take a quick break. We've got a few bills to pay. And then, Dr. Storkfuhrer, I've got a few questions about the medical procedure side of it. Because, again, that's another advertising tactic that they're using, that they're saying, oh, certain medical procedures, certain pregnancy, women's health issues that are going to be lost if this passes. And I want to hear from an OBGYN if that's true, because obviously I, I wouldn't know. So you mind sticking around through the break? Sounds good. Okay. We'll be, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good song, Dave. Good song. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As always, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. With us still is 4th District Congressman Ron Estes, OBGYN Dr. Anna Stork-Fury, and State Senator Renee Erickson. Uh, Dr. Stork Fury, by the way, how appropriate is it that we have an OBGYN <laughs> whose last name is Stork? I just wanted to put that out there. Um, <laughs> let me ask, I've never heard that before. No, I'm sure that's <laughs> the first time you've ever heard that. Let me ask you about some of the specific claims that are being made by those who are opposed to the passage of Value Them Both. Does the Value Them Both Amendment ban abortion? We've kind of already discussed that, but just getting your perspective, you're the non-politician in the room... Does it ban abortion? No, it doesn't ban abortion. I believe that that's the biggest misconception that patients or general public have is that it's just black and white. It's either we're going to pass bills that either you can have an abortion or it's absolutely off the off the table. So does it make it harder? Because this is another claim that I've seen and I've heard from, you know, on social media in particular, a lot of posts, even our county commissioner has alluded to this. Does it make it harder for physicians to provide any life saving care for women like you know, miscarriages or ectopic pregnancies. That's another one that has come up. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, we won't be able to have that, or you'll go to jail if you have an ectopic pregnancy. And I mean, does that, would that be affected by the passage of value them both, your ability to perform any of those procedures? My practice won't change in the least. And in, same with any of my uh, partners. I mean, the, the practice of medicine and providing this care for ectopics, miscarriages, and other procedures will not change if this is passed. So really all we're doing here is just allowing the current existing statutes to remain in place and then allow the legislature to take whatever further action through their representative or through the the guidance that they receive from the people. If the people end up wanting to do a 15-week ban or a no ban or whatever they want to do, they could do that. But that would be subsequent and only with the will of the people. That's correct. The value of them both doesn't do that at all. No, it doesn't. So let me ask you this. When we see these television ads claiming it, it you know, is going to lead to limits on pregnancy care for women, that's all false then. That's, I mean, it, I, I'm just making sure because you're a doctor, you're an OBGYN. I, I mean, are, are you going to, well, I'll just ask you if you don't mind me asking, do you plan to vote for it? I'm going to vote yes. And, and it's not just because I take care of women and 
but it's also because I'm a mother. I have seven kids, and one of which is adopted. So we're thankful for, you know, adoption and other options that I don't think are talked about enough with patients who come in with a, you know, unexpected pregnancy, which is a lot of young people. And we see a lot of, I see a lot of teenagers and kids that are scared, and young people, and they just have the two options in their head: have the baby and try to figure out life, or uh, have an abortion. And there's lots of different help out there and ways to um, raise a child with help and or adoption. And adoption in and of itself has changed in so many ways throughout the you know, years as far as openness you know, to having a relationship with the baby and or not. It's- you know, Renee, I think one of the things that I think people get lost in this is, for me, I just don't like the idea of the unelected judges being the ones who are the dis- final deciding factor here. I mean, because... There is no accountability. I, I remember how frustrated it was when I was in the legislature and the Supreme Court, because of, especially because of how our Supreme Court justices are selected, there is no public accountability. The, the, the people don't have a say. And so here right now on this issue, on a fundamental issue like life, the, the people don't have a way of, of expressing the will because the courts have taken that away from them. Well, John, as you know, this is far from the first issue that this has been an activist Supreme Court that we have here in Kansas, and especially when the stakes are as high on life as it is in this case. And you're you're 100% right. And value them both, voting yes, gives Kansans that say to their elected representatives. A no vote ensures that only the Supreme Court activist standing um, will be what happens in Kansas. And, and we know we will be, again, a destination abortion state. Um, in and we're April. already seeing that. We are seeing that when the governor closed down everything but abortion clinics. Uh, we saw 400% increase in April of 2020. So we know what's at stake here. And Kansans will not have a say unless value them both passes. Ron, I know you're up for re-election, so I guarantee you've been out. But the 4th District is more than Sedgwick County. So I've seen the signs here in Sedgwick County. I don't see, like in my neighborhood, for example, there are five value them both signs and one opposition sign. What are you seeing when you're out in Montgomery County or Harvey County? What kind of response are you getting from folks when you're going around the district? Oh, you're seeing a, a lot of support for the value them both initiative. Seeing a lot of signs out and about. Uh, it's one of these things that uh, there's a good grassroots support that, uh, you know, Kansans want to be able to have a say and they, they, they believe that our government was set up so that our, our legislative branch should have the responsibility to, to decide on laws, to make things happen, and, uh, you know, not some judges uh, through that process. And so that's why it's so important to, to vote uh, yes on value them both, because what it does is it, it brings that power and that responsibility back into the legislative branch to do common sense legislation like like having uh, medical licensing and for for clinics and making sure that parental notification if uh, that's a, a minor huge child, one yeah the parental yeah. notification is a major one and that's something that easily could get struck down i could i absolutely see this supreme court strike that down. It, it really is because if if you, if kansas ends up following what the things that were brought up in these bills that were brought up in the in the democrat controlled house of representatives at the federal level i mean literally parents would not have the opportunity to be notified even about their minor children. So well, and you could so also important. see taxpayer-funded abortion if this, if value them both doesn't pass. You could very easily see that, could you not? It, it really is. And, and you know, it just it, it's something that's being pushed at the federal level, trying to interfere with what's going on in Kansas. In fact, 
Elizabeth Warren's out raising money to to work against voting yes on value them both. Uh, President Biden's out working with the uh, the opposition, uh, and and so you know if if you like Biden's policies, uh, uh, that's what we'd see if the value them both doesn't. Yeah, if pass. you think Elizabeth so, Warren yeah. is the is is an ideological mod, model for you to follow, vote vote no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That's why it's so important to vote yes. I mean, it's it's one of those policies that we can have an effect in Kansas fighting back against uh, President Biden and and some of their bad ideas. Doctor Storkfear, what about your colleagues? I mean, have, have you talked? to them about this i'm sure it's impacting them there's a large percentage of the wichita community that is going to be voting yes um and even in we've kind of come together as different groups and uh so i'm positive i'm hopeful that you know this bill passes and this amendment passes and you know we can start to help women through this process and um help the community understand what this is really about well, I, I think one of the things that meant so much, I was glad that you mentioned it, was the alternatives that are out there. Um, it seems like the other side just wants everybody to think about abortion and Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And there are so many other options, even though in some states they're trying to burn them down. Um, there are other options available, and, and that's the, your options aren't Planned Parenthood and abortion. There's so many other alternatives. If folks want more information, they can obviously visit valuethemboth.com. I know, Renee, you're not up for re-election yet. Uh, you're, by the way, I'm telling them right now, you're running for re-election. Um, mm-hmm. It's ericksonforkansas.com, whether you want to run or not, we're making you. And Ron, you are, and it's estesforcongress.com, correct? It, it is, and, and it's, it's so important to get uh, information out there so that you don't get distorted and distracted by the lies and the misinformation out there. And, and uh, particularly, this is such an important issue in the state of Kansas. Uh, we're, we're kind of a bellwether in a lot of things. Uh, we were even going far as back as slavery and, and civil war. And, and this is one of those points after, after the Dobbs decision came out that we need to vote yes on value them both and help lead the way for the rest of the country. It, you know, it really is, after you saw I, I, what I saw with uh, what the House did on Friday, that I think is should be a little jarring to anybody. Um, if if Congress is willing to do that, and obviously I, I would imagine that that's dead on arrival over at the Senate. But it also reminds us how much we have to be mindful of the November elections. If you guys don't win back Congress, if we don't gain control or, of the Senate, that's the kind of stuff that we can expect, right? Yeah, it really is. And and we, we've gotten to this point where the federal government's gotten so much power, and that was never the intention with the founding fathers. And, and you know, at the same time, you know, you look at the the power that's been uh, delegated to the executive branch. I mean, that was never the the priority. The priority was the legislative branch was supposed to be uh, the dominant uh, role of the three phases of government, the three uh, three branches of government. Uh, even though there were three, they weren't co-equal. And legislative was supposed to be the most important, and the executive branch served uh, for the laws that were written out of Congress. And the judiciary was supposed to uh, uh, analyze and interpret against the Constitution, and, and they've uh, grabbed a bunch of power in the process. For that. sure. Congressman, Renee, Doc, thank you again. Stick around after the top of the hour break. We'll be with Secretary of State Scott Schwab. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 